Hey guys, and welcome to the end of the year mini so This is our first one for 2021, and it's going to be about our favorite books and authors <laughs> that we have discovered this year. I... I would say I had a hard time, but mostly because I feel like I just had a lot of books that I like absolutely love this year. So it's kind of hard to like narrow it down. Mm-hmm. But um, we have a couple different categories to go over. And we're going to start with our favorite new to us authors, authors that we have just discovered during this year. And we have five of them. So <laughs> we have a lot of crossover too. So we'll just kind of like we do. take turns yeah. and talk Whenever, about one yeah, and exactly. hand it off. And I'll just be like, yeah, I have that author too. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to go first. You can go first. Okay. Who is name one of the authors that you discovered this year that you were just blown away by? Yes. So one of my top faves is JT Geisinger. And I know people are like, you've never read her before. <laughs> like, no, I haven't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I had started, I read a couple of our rock stars, but then right about that time, um, Ruthless Creatures came out and that whole series has l- literally just blown me away. Every single one of them has been like six plus stars for it's me. It's so true. It's so true. I actually read JT Gessinger, Geisinger. I always say her last name wrong and I'm sorry every time, <laughs> but I actually read her last year. Um, I read a couple of her books, but they weren't my absolute favorites. Mm-hmm. And this series that she's done, <laughs> The Queens of Monsters, I agree with Juliet. They really blew me away. Yeah. And funny thing is, I actually, I love joining authors Facebook groups because they like give you sneak peeks of everything. So of course, I'm in, um, the, um, Geisinger group that I can't even remember the name to, but interestingly enough, she does not consider that her best series. And I'm like, but it's my no. series. <laughs> Are you kidding me? But anyway, I agree. I agree. That series is... I want it yeah. to go on forever. It's awesome. Keep awesome. writing in that series. I know. I can't. I, I just can't wait for the next one. I'm ready. Agree. So one of my favorite author discoveries will not be a surprise to you guys. <laughs> Sophie Lark. Yes. And she's on my list too. <laughs> I have to give a huge shout out to Marta Conlon because she's one of our patrons on Patreon. And we had a, we had a Patreon exclusive review. And I think the theme was college, maybe, or something like that. Or I can't remember exactly what the theme was, but she was the one that recommended The Air. So that book caught my eye, and that's whenever Jen and I started going through her backlist. Mm -hmm. And we started with the Brutal Birthright series or whatever. And I just loved the Underworld series, too. Oh, my God. That was during the Mafia Romance (laughs) Readathon, and I read Ivan. And I remember for that live show, I, like, couldn't stop gushing about Ivan. I was like, this book – I know, it's so, so, so good. So I love Sophie Lark. She's amazing, and she has some very interesting – I think that she has some very interesting stories that she wants to tell, and I'm very excited about that. Yep, and I I mean, just to piggyback on that, I'm the same. Like, Sophie Lark just, like, she hits all the buttons. She hits the emotional um, aspect that I'm really looking for a lot of the time, and – and she um, does dark without trying too hard yes. to be like I'm the darkest, right? You with, know, without, dark person yes, out there without being like insano. And I've read a couple of those this year. That I'm like, nope, thank you. There's a fine line for me personally. <laughs> you know, with yeah, darker same. romances with like mafia and like the darker elements, and how far do we push for like bully elements or whatever? Yeah, and I think that Sophie yeah. Lark does a really good job with all. Of I that. agree. So, yeah, a lot of her stories have very, very, very different like characters themes settings Mm -hmm. all that which i really love yeah that was another thing she doesn't it doesn't feel the same like each one feels unique and i I enjoyed that even like even in the um 
you know, the Underworld series where it's mostly in Russia. You know, like Snow is one of my favorites. Like I just, you know. Snow. No. Well, we'll talk more about that later. But <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, I agree. Sophie, Sophie Lark is your second one. Yes. Right? She was my sec- yeah. second one. And then next up for me is Elisa Braden, new historical romance author, which Justin introduced me to. <laughs> holy, holy, holy cow. She's amazing. I amazing. love her. I'm such a Amazing. Like, I was like, where has she been? Like, I've never heard of her. I, I just am shocked that she's not, like, people aren't talking about her everywhere. Like, <laughs> so I was looking at her 2022 episodes. And, like, I want to do a lot of her books because after I had discovered her Midnight in Scotland series, which Mm -hmm. is the one that she's writing in right now, I had gone back to her Rescued from Ruin. Because as soon as I started talking about Midnight in Scotland series, everybody's like, oh, my goodness, I love Elisa Braden, too. I'm like, why have y'all not recommended me to her before? What's wrong with (laughs) y'all? And so they were like, go back and read her Rescued from Ruin. I read them. I love them. They're so good. They're so good. They're so good. So I, like, felt bad because I'm looking at my 2022. I'm like, but I want to talk about this book, but I feel bad because I'm like I'm featuring her <laughs> a the lot. It's a Brayton show. But then I don't feel bad because she's so indie, and I feel like she needs to be talked exactly. about. Exactly. So I, you know, screw you know. it. Obviously, I'm hard Lisa for the Brayton. indies. When I find an indie who is like this, like just amazing, I'm just like, you know, somebody please notice her. Like, please, <laughs> please notice her. <laughs> she needs the attention. She deserves it. Exactly. So obviously, Elisa Brayton's on my list too. <laughs> <clears throat> the next person I want to shout out. Onley James. Yes. She has written one of my favorite <laughs> MM series that I read this year. Yes. She read the ne- she wrote the Necessary Evil series and oh my god, I love these psycho <laughs> boys. Y'all, serial killer MM romance. It's it's perfection. <laughs> it's so good. So Onley James is on my list too. Like <sighs> obviously, we actually have the exact same list except for um two. Two. Uh, you had read Geisinger before. Yes, so I right. couldn't put her on my list. And so, you haven't read the other authors that I have. So <laughs> <laughs> we do. We have the same list. We have the same list. But yeah. I love Onley James. She actually has a novella that's coming out too in mm. The Necessary Evils. I just saw her post the picture. It's probably my favorite cover in the series. It's blue. My favorite color Ooh. is blue. Um, oh, did I take a screenshot? I'm going to show Juliet because honestly, I really, really, really I love, love it. these covers. I think they're very cool. Me too. And she has definitely an aesthetic. They're definitely kind of edgy. Ooh, ooh. I know. Oh, wow. Look I at know. his eyes. I know. Uh, who is that? I don't know. Is that one of the twins? <laughs> no, it's a it's a, a novella about someone, but I haven't oh. read the blurb or anything, but I'm excited about Yo, it. Oh, holy shit balls. Maybe he's The twins um, are getting a book though, like two separate books, but yeah. the first one's in Is it Abo and Asa? What are they? Yeah. Names? Yeah, and I think it's going to be February or January or something okay. of the next that year. That cover is gorgeous. I he know. is gorgeous. Look. And the tats. I ordered all of the books. <laughs> They're so beautiful. I will be getting the novella too. Just letting everybody know. Mm, I can't wait. I'm totally down for that. I, I'm, yeah, I'm right there with you. We'll talk more about the books later because we have we have other lists. Yes, we have other lists. So what's your um, next author? Uh, my next one is Zoe Draven. Uh, that Horde King series. I plowed through that like I think in one week, or maybe two. Like, I, yeah. I did the same thing. I binged them during my uh, beach <gasps> vacation, and I wasn't even supposed to binge them. Yeah. I was just supposed to read the first one because I had <laughs> other books on my Kindle. I was like, I, I downloaded, like, a lot of books for the beach. Right. But then after I read the first one, I was like, I need to go download the rest of the series. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, but this is so but, good. But I need to continue. 
continue with this series. Yes. So I also binged yes. her. And Zoe Draven's also on my list. But honestly, it's just like oh, I love it's the, I love it's, alien it's romances. That, it's alien she, romance and the sort of Call Drogo fanfic yes. together was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And, and I really like like the, the how she's building that background I plot too. Absolutely I'm, ex- do. I'm very excited yes. to see where she goes yes. with it as well. It's it's a it's really good world building, guys. And yeah. and I, I'm just always impressed when an author can create that sort of complex yet easy to follow yes. you know world. Exactly. You know? Totally agree. That's why she's on my list too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my final author on my list is Catherine Moon. And I have to thank Jen for this one because um, we were looking for is. we were looking for a reverse harem on oh. our Patreon <laughs> review. It was actually a monster romance recommendation, and Jen was like, "Listen, I recently read the reverse harem, whatever." Well, for this particular book, Juliet couldn't be with us, so she actually hasn't read the um, the Lady of Rook's Grave Manor, and yeah. that was the one that we reviewed on our Patreon. And I so really sad. loved it. And I went back on her backlist, and I still have a lot of her books. I haven't read her witches series but i read lola and the millionaire duet and i really loved it i don't know there she i just really liked her right, books. well this is you're gonna have to and like, she includes some like your top faves <laughs> okay well well we'll get to that we'll get to that <clears throat> but i also ordered her signed paperbacks and she included so much swag i was like damn girl oh that's awesome it was so cute she had like little character cards and i was like Aww. i love it for all like the men in the reverse harem <laughs> i know <laughs> Just in case you need some help. I loved it. It was great. <laughs> that's it awesome. It was wonderful. Very cool. So what is your final? No, that's, that's it. it. That was it for me because we had it. crossover. Yep. Yeah, because Only James was my last one. So those were our five favorite new author discoveries. Yes. yes. Lots of overlap because we read a lot of the same books, guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> nope. Okay, so in the next category that we have is our favorite 2021 new releases. So these are only books that were published in the year yes. 2021. No, are we going to work from five back to number one? Because mine are in order from one to five is yeah. the favorite. Yeah, and mine mine isn't like a hard and fast order because yeah, I love either. all of them. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, yeah, yeah, same, yeah. Same. We can work backwards. So we want to okay. go through our honorable mentions. I did give us leeway, and we have three honorable mentions and five <laughs> of the top ones. So first honorable mention for me is The Air by Sophie Lark. And it's funny because I think, um, you know, there are a lot of the books in that series that get a lot of attention. Um, and, of course, one of them is one on my top list. But <laughs> The Air was such a close second. I – love that friends to lovers romance i just thought it was brilliant and the way the whole setting of the world in that book was beautiful beautiful i was getting all the hogwarts feels and everything which she intended as y'all said i absolutely agree i think that like the air isn't talked about enough um just because like the bully and the spy get a lot of attention but the Mm -hmm. air oh my god that was such a good book so so good absolutely love that one okay what about your honorable mention number one um, my first one is Ten Queen by Devney Perry. It's actually the ending of her Clifton Forge series. And I love the way that she wrapped it up. So all of our characters that we've been following the mm-hmm. whole time, we got to see them have their HEA. But there was like this overarching plot, this kind of like rivalry that was going on. And it wraps up. And it's like almost like a Romeo and Juliet type of vibe. Like they're yeah. star-crossed lovers. They're from different sides of the faction. <laughs> and it was so good and so sweet. And I actually binged a couple of the books in the car during the summer because um, 
I went with my mom to drop off my sister at a summer camp in Texas. And so I was spending a lot of hours in the car just doing nothing. So it's like reading, reading time, perfect reading <laughs> time. And I was anxiously anticipating the conclusion of it. I didn't want it to end, but I think that she ended it on a high note. I really loved it. So I love Ten Queen. It was really, really awesome. great. And I also love that cover of it too, the the skull cover for that one. <laughs> <laughs> we do like those. <clears throat> okay, which um, is I haven't next? read that one. So No, you haven't read that one yet. You've only read the first one, Steel King. Yeah. So my next one would be um, Ivan, also Sophie Lark. Um, Ivan, I just love that Underworld series. I love – there's something about the Russian mafia that gets me. I don't know what it is. But and as soon as somebody says Russian mafia, the brat film, I'm like, yes, you know, and she did that one so well. I loved it because the, the plot was just so unique that the heroine is the assassin coming to kill him, y'all. And <laughs> it was brilliant. I so just she's was, a badass. Yes. So and badass. She's going, she sneaks into his, um, impenetrable fortress. Yes. In his like bedroom. A, uh, yes. And she's there to poison him, but he's so pretty. And so she hesitates just, just a second. And that was just, just enough. A second. Oh, God. It's so <laughs> oh, good. God. I know. It makes me want to reread it when and I just know, think about it. He's supposed to hate her for trying to kill him, but he's fascinated. And I'm like, oh, Sophie, yeah, you did such a so great good. job. I freaking love Perfect. this. Love this couple. Okay. So my next one is Psycho by On Lee James. This is the <laughs> second book in her Necessary Evil series. And I absolutely love it because um, all of the um, brothers, the Mulvaney brothers, are adopted and august is one of the characters that is like very buttoned up he is um kind of like on the spectrum as well Mm -hmm. as being a psychopath and i absolutely (laughs) loved his romance with his former fbi agent like it was just so good (laughs) and like they have stalker tendencies and so he like breaks into his apartment it's so great i don't know i love it serial killer stalker it's so romantic y'all it's very romantic And I'm not even being, I'm not joking. I, it's just very I don't know romantic. how she does it. Only James, she's got like, she I don't has know, some the magic. magic. Oh magic. my God, Jinx. What the hell? <laughs> so yeah, Psycho for sure yeah, left an impression on one. me. Left an impression on me. Definitely. Um, my next one is actually Ruthless Creatures by the book one by J.T. Geisinger because it just, it floored me. It was a very different kind of mafia story because it doesn't take place in the mafia. Like it's, yeah, you know, it's, away it's from. Like he's removed. having a vacation away from yeah. the mafia for a little while. You know, and he, again, is supposed to kill her. It's another, you know, supposed to be an assassin and then falls for her, of course. And Damn. it, oh my God, y'all, there's some, there's one of the best spanking scenes in there. I'll never that, look at a paddle hair brush the never, same way again. Never again. It's beautiful, never again. Beautiful oh, scenes. <laughs> damn. <laughs> that was really good. And it started our obsession with the series, so yeah. obviously. Okay. <clears throat> My next one is Savage Hearts, which is the third mm-hmm. and most recent release of that series. <laughs> Guys. Guys. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. So we have the heroine. I think she's kind of like mousy looking and um, she and her sister are kind of estranged. But when her sister calls her to come meet her fiance, it's very mysterious because she has to get on a private plane and all this jazz. And our hero is actually targeting the sister's new fiance, but he sees our heroine in his scope, in his sniper <laughs> scope. 
so And he funny. just, like, he's drawn to her, but also thinks, he, like, oh, she's so shabbily dressed in, like, oversized sweatshirts and stuff. <laughs> and he just, like, he's inventing the story about her. Yeah. He thinks that she's homeless and that they've hired her as a prostitute <laughs> because they're a kinky couple, his targets, okay? And yes. that's how our romance starts. So he starts breaking in and he's trying so he's to rescue her. To save her. Save her from this kinky couple. <laughs> she looks homeless. And she's an editor by day, y'all. She sits at the computer. I yeah. totally relate. I'm like, oh my god. It 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 was so, so funny. funny. I loved it, and it's, yeah. it has that mafia intrigue in it. So Definitely, it, was just, it it had me laughing, but also swooning. So those are good oh, combinations Look, for me. Mal, and there's the whole the caregiving, the mm-hmm. caretaking, like <sighs> yeah, lace sighing. Mm. <laughs> Just y'all. Okay, All let's right. move to the top five. So our top five. So what is number five on number your list? Number five for me, The Bully by Sophie Lark. Yeah. Um, I could not like, yeah, had to go in my top five. This book was so good. I loved I love anti-hero stories that are done right. So many times it's like they really are dicks and pricks and like I would never want to know them in real life. But like Sophie Lark knows what she's doing. Um, she does. And I 100% was behind Dean and them and the, and the story, like, you know, uh, the backstory, which I don't want to give too much away, spoilery, but it's just very, very good. You have to read this series in order. Yes, you have to. This is a must. You have to read the book before this, before you you read the You have to read the heir. You have to read the rebel. It all builds up. It does. Because there is history between these characters Mm -hmm. and their families. And I think that she did a phenomenal job with this one. And it has some amazing just like scenes that stick with me. Oh, same. Absolutely agree. Okay, your number five. My number five is The Lady Gets Lucky by Joanna Shoup. I just really love it. And if you haven't, you know, listened to the podcast for a while, (laughs) I love a book that can do a softer heroine very well. And I really Mm -hmm. loved Alice's character. She is trodden upon because her – freaking mother is a horrible person her mother but she still is the sweetest (gasps) and oh god i love it it's a teach me romance so she approaches this very rake rakish guy (laughs) to teach her how to flirt with um a man because she wants to attract a husband yeah she wants to attract somebody who would fall in love with her but she's she's so shy that she has trouble just conversing with not even just men just anybody oh that one was so good and he's so patient Mm. he's such a great teacher and they're beautiful together and i just love them it just was like such a warm hug Type yeah. of book. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. And the babka so scene will always the get me. The babka scene. Oh I love my God, it. I forgot the babka scene. It's iconic. Scene. It's iconic. <gasps> oh, man. So I love that one. Yeah. yeah. I, damn it. That should have been on my list. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's your number four? Uh, for Taming of the Highlander. Highlander? Taming of the Highlander by Elisa Braden. So that's my number four, too. So I'll yeah. let you talk about this one. <laughs> so this one, this is where we definitely have our grumpy sunshine. And he is just, and, our, and a wounded hero, literally wounded. He was in prison in the last book. So we kind of severely get. Severely tortured. Severely tortured in prison. This is like prison and, you know, um, old ye days. So it's like they were really, really, and, and there were people out to assassinate him because they hated his family. So he comes out literally blind in one eye, scarred, just like, um, and, and internally 
just shut down. Yes. So it's sad. It's it's kind of, well. I'd say it's, it's not sad it, because the heroine is the heroine. not sad. She's Yo, sunshine. It's she's great. so sunshiny. It is so perfect, and he cannot help himself but like fall for her. And of course, she's like thrusting herself on him. Like I'll go live at your house, and you know, and, it's like a marriage of convenience yes, trope. Yeah, and she's just like I love the, the effect that she has on Broderick. Yeah, and it's. it's Catherine's just amazing. I love this couple so much. And <laughs> she's also extremely – yes, and she's extremely dramatic. Like oh, yeah. when she first sees him, she's like, he was murdering she's a man. She's a dreamer, and like, guys. Yes, and she's just adorable. I love her. Highly creative. I love this family, the McPherson family. They Definitely. just have my heart. Yes. I love them. I'm so uh, glad that yeah. there's so many brothers because that just means more books for mm-hmm. me. More books for me. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Okay, since she has taken my number four, <laughs> I'm going to go to my number three, which is There Are No Saints by Sophie Lark. This is a book that Juliet hasn't read yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's on my <laughs> – now, look, here's the deal. I told Justin because I knew I wasn't going to get to read the duet before we did this podcast. So if I read those and one of those are one of my favorites, then it's going on my 2022 list, even if <laughs> – even if I've read it in 2021. Well, yeah, we have a category for all-time favorites, which means it doesn't matter what year the book is published on. So yeah. that can totally be on that list. Absolutely, for sure. So what I will say about There Are No Saints is that Sophie Lark just came out and said, guys, I'm going to write a serial killer duet. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is right after she finished the Kingmaker series. And I was like, this is intriguing. I want to see what this is about. And um, I just cracked open the book without reading the blurb. I really love the setup for this because it's about two artists who happen to be serial killers and their rivals, their rivals in the art world. And so like, you know, the whole art scene pits them against each other. Yeah. One, I one love it already. Award. I love Art. And I then love. they have a silent yes. battle with each other, kind of just because one, uh, our hero thinks that the other um, serial killer is like a messy killer, and like you're, you're just, you're just, you know, unsophisticated, mm-hmm. and I'm sophisticated, so like you don't bother me. And then one night at an art show, the um, the savage serial killer sees Cole looking at this girl and assumes, oh, I see she's caught your eye. And he like drags her into this kind of rivalry. And she's just like an unassuming girl who's like struggle. She's on the struggle bus, okay? She mm-hmm. like is basically like scraping for money. She's trying to break out as an artist. And she has no idea. And all of a sudden, boom, she's like involved with some serial she's killer. Like she's like a pawn. A pawn in their yes. games. And it's great. It's a great, I like great that. Cool that romance. is a very it's cool, very, very cool premise. I love it. It's very dark though. So, you know, <laughs> what is your number three? Three carnal urges. That's book number two <laughs> in the Queens and Monsters series. This is the one with Declan and Sloan. Um, just what the fuck do I say, y'all? It's unbelievably good. Like, it's like the two people that should have found them each other in the world found each other by accident, you know, and he kidnaps her. He kidnaps her. So, and this is this is the thing. Ruthless creatures ends where he, ki- you know, she's been kidnapped, and all she sees are these blue, blue eyes of mm, Declan. Declan. You know? <laughs> but Declan, y'all, he's such an alpha, and she is too. And so it's just it's awesome to see this play when and then realize that like Sloane likes to submit and needs to submit in bed, and so it's just cool to sort of see some of that part, but also her. Her personality is that she is 
dominant, but also she just charms everyone. Like all of his men fall in love with her. Like she can't not just like ever have everybody slavering at her feet. You she's know? the she's, type of person that can put other people at ease with I'll barely trying. Okay. It's just yeah. part of her personality. And I love it because it creates such funny situations. I will say that the banter in this book is fantastic. Oh God. I yeah. was chuckling like the second that they Same. started going at each other and mm-hmm. I didn't stop for the majority of the book. Yeah. Like there were scenes that I was literally just like laughing, laughing. out loud because I, I was know. like, this is great. This is so good. So yeah, I agree. And it's also my second <laughs> book. It's my number <laughs> two. two. I actually so. have it a little bit higher than Juliet because yeah. this was one of my favorite reads of the year too, just like in general. It was just, it stuck with me. I've already yeah. read it twice and I want to reread it again. So yeah, yeah. I loved it. Loved it so much. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> we're up to not my number one. <laughs> <laughs> because Juliet okay. took two of mine, well, so we're number- gonna let we're gonna let Juliet talk about her number two. Yeah, well, I've already talked about it, y'all. It's Savage Hearts, which is number three in the um, Queens and Monsters series. Obviously, I fucking love this series. Yeah, like I can't even tell you how much it it moved me. All of the emotions, the full range, like it checked all so my boxes. So since you put Savage Hearts above Carnal Urges, is that how you would rank it? Savage Hearts, Carnal Urges. <sighs> I had creatures. a hard time. How, I'm yes. putting you on the spot right now. Rank them. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Stop. Yes. Okay. Savage Hearts, Colonel Urge. Like, it, and that's weird though. It's like the more recent ones are getting me even more, you know, but, um, but that still doesn't mean like when we do our lists for like men, like Declan might still, I don't know. So I, I think that we'll I would put Carnal Urges a little bit above Savage Hearts. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think it's just because they were like the initial couple that had that great banter and it just like made me fall in love with this They're so, y'all, type of writing that she's we're doing. We're talking in the about series. like, you know, by a hair's breadth yeah. sort of like yeah. separation. But yeah, so. my ranking would be Carnal Urges, Carnal Urges first, Savage Hearts, then Ruthless, Ruthless creatures. creatures. But they're all five stars. I, so I know. Mean. It's crazy. Crazy. You know? Okay. All right. All right. Let's talk our number about, one. Let's talk about our number one because it's the same. <laughs> our number one is the exact same. It is Devil in Disguise oh, by Lisa, Lisa Klaibis. The queen. The it was queen. one of our most anticipated reads for 2021. We were like freaking out about the blurb. We were like, what is going on? What oh is this? God, if it has devil happening? in it, that, what is this? Yeah. We you were know? speculating hard. Okay. <laughs> and I know not everybody was satisfied with this book. And I didn't even know that there was dissatisfaction with this book until months <laughs> later because oh. Oh, I, I had the arc for Devil in Disguise, and we read it very early, mm-hmm. way before release, okay? Yeah. We read it months and months before release, so, like, we reread it again. <laughs> and I was just in a happy bubble with this book. It was uh, it beautiful. Was, but you really, honestly, to appreciate it, you have to have read The Wallflowers. You have to have read Sebastian St. Vincent <clears throat> before um to see him and Evie, like, later. Not that they're, like, a huge role, but it's sort of like this – I don't even know what to, how to say it, but the backstory comes much earlier. You know what I mean? For what we kind of get here. But this I think couple that, by themselves. Yeah. I think that fans of the wallflowers will appreciate in this series, seeing them again, because they do crop up again and again, and right. again you know, within the whole Ravenel series, you'll right. see them. But like Juliet was saying, this couple by themselves were amazing. And it's that instant chemistry that they had. Like the moment that they met, yes. there were sparks flying and it was so subtle. And listen. And those ups and downs mm. with the, oh my gosh, like what happens after the fire? Listen. <laughs> oh listen, my gosh. There is some stuff that our characters go through. So they're so like 
the things that bring them together, it's so much about happenstance and you know that it's almost impossible for them to be together and then something big happens right. in this book that like throws them together even more and it just like, it literally broke my heart when I read that part. Oh my I was God. Just like, and I remember, I think I read it before you and I was like, Justin, tell me when you get to this part. Yeah. Like, tell me, like, you have to keep reading. Yeah. Oh my God, I need to talk about it. Oh my God. But it yeah, we so don't want to spoil it for you, but. No, um, that's why we're being extremely vague because this book has lots of kind of spoilery things it in it. So. But I've told Justin before, Lisa Claybus is my so favorite It was so satisfying. It was just so satisfying. She's so good. I, I, it, I don't know. I don't know how she does it. I yeah. honestly have no idea. So this book was like above and beyond. I yeah. freaking love this book. Same, same, same. Amazing. Definitely a reread. All right. So finally, we're going to briefly go through just all the books that, of all the books that we read in 2021. We may have read books that were not published in 2021. Obviously, we're mm-hmm. discovering like old favorites and stuff like that. So were there any books in 2021 that you just like stuck out in your mind as a whole um yeah lots of them <laughs> i know we have a list we're not going to talk like in depth about all of them we're just going to like okay so let, yeah them let's real do it let's do a speedy so snow by S- sophie lark for me um that's in her underworld series and i just loved it because it's that um that fighting ufc or it's not what they called it then but he's he's like underground underground fighting, and fighting. Stuff, yeah. i love that shit i don't know why but also he's a um, wounded hero and i love it yeah i have the takeover by tl swan yes that book was phenomenal yes. i like there was just magic with that with that um couple because yes. it was an older heroine younger hero she had kids and the kids really made the book i, I love that one it's too. just amazing i just love that the that audio one made me fantastic. laugh and cry like both <laughs> both seriously and some of the best like um, children's scene that mm-hmm. I've ever seen written. Yeah, there you know? it was amazing. Loved it. Um, Next. Another Mind Filthy by Serena Ackroyd, which is uh, book one in her Filthy series. And it's just, you know, Irish Mafia. He's hot for her and pining for her from day one. And I love it. I love it too. <laughs> it was filthy and it was amazing. Yes, it was filthy. <laughs> okay, this one, I honestly had to like do a double take because I was like, I only read this one this year. It feels like so many years ago. <laughs> but Twisted Emotions by Cora yeah. Riley. This couple are my favorite. <laughs> I love them. I love Nino and I yeah. love Kiara and I love the way that they just mesh so well together because he's like, he's on the spectrum. He's in the mafia world and they have a marriage of convenience. She has a lot of trauma and I think that he handles it very well and I love their oh, romance. Yeah. I think it's the sweetest, beautiful. It's just fucking beautiful. I love that one too. That one was on my list. Yeah. Um, my, Another one for me was Darling Beast by Elizabeth Hoyt. So I have read, I had read all of the Maiden Lane series except for like two or three somehow I skipped Darling Beast and then we did it for the podcast and it was beautiful. I know. It was Loved so funny. It. I was like, you have you read this series way before me. You haven't read Darling Beast. She's I, like, I don't remember that. I, I didn't. Like, ah. I didn't. It was like one that I just happened to skip and it was it was kind of a Beauty and the Beast sort of trope and it was just Good. lovely. It was, it was lovely. lovely. Okay. Next one I have is Sinner by Sierra Simone. So I read Priests, maybe not last year, but the year before. And for some reason, I didn't like continue with the series mm-hmm. right away. And I'd always meant to. And I was like, 
I, I kind of started having high expectations for Sinner as well because people said like, oh my God, Sinner. And so like I put it <laughs> off for the longest time. The hype. <laughs> yes. I listened to the audiobook. I freaking love it. It's like I'm in love with my best friend's little sister mm. and it's an age gap. And also she's thinking about going into um, to be a nun, but okay. she's not there yet. And it just like, it literally was so romantic. I need to read that one. I loved it. I want Juliet to read I that know because I, I haven't read her yet. So I'm going to read that one. Somebody else is telling me about this one too. It was good. I really loved it. Um, okay. Next one was Making of a Highlander by Elisa Braden, which I just thought that fiery redhead. <laughs> um, this was the introduction to the her Highlander series. Yeah. And, and we Annie have an is the stepdaughter of yes. the McPherson. So that whole family. And I loved how she was like. So brazen. Her, her, oh, my God. She's so amazing. I loved her. She was amazing. And she was the one teaching the English Lord how to be how a to Highlander. Be a, yeah. How to be a proper Highland, Highlander. <laughs> It it was good. Such a cute premise, and I loved it. Agree. My next one is Sweet Ruin by Cressley Cole. So Mm. I have been slowly and surely making my way through the Immortals After Dark series. And I had started reading it in 2019 and or 2020. And I finally, like at the beginning of this year, I was like, oh, I still have about four books left. Mm-hmm. And when I jumped back into the audiobook, Sweet Ruin just, I smiled the whole time. I smiled the whole time <laughs> while I was reading this book. And it was just so good. Um, and it might be on the podcast in next year. Yes. <laughs> Y'all, I, ever since I saw this cover way, way back when, I was like, I need to read this. I need to read this. Okay, I need so to spoiler read alert. In February, <sighs> I kind of wanted to feature all books that were either red or pink because, you know, Valentine's Whoa, Day. Oh, I love that theme. And so Sweet Ruin appears in February. Just letting you know. You know. Awesome. So I get to read it. Yes, <laughs> she does. Okay, next for me. Oh, Promise of Darkness by Beck McMaster. Oh, y'all. I just, I love Beck McMaster. This is her, uh, Faye series. And, um, I have not read book two because I know that it's a cliffhanger and I want all three to be out before I do that to myself. Um, but <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. I used to be so good with like cliffhangers yeah, and waiting like a year not. for the next book, but now I'm, I'm just, just like not. instant gratification. Yeah. That's why I'm waiting. That's why I waited on the duet for Sophie Lark. I was like, I want them both. But anyway, um, this one, it's just, it's brilliant storytelling. All I can tell you is we have sort of like an enemies to lovers, but they have to work together, you know, sort of thing. And it's an ongoing romance of the same couple over three books, but if you love fave fantasy romance, you really, really need to give this one a try. It's excellent. Love it. Okay. My next one is a Sophie Lark. It's Broken Vow. Oh, yeah. I love Raylan and Riona. Okay. <laughs> they are funny. My freaking cowboy <laughs> and my, you know, ambitious lawyer heroine. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. The sparks flew because this was like a bodyguard romance. She did not want to have a bodyguard. And it was just amazing because Raylan puts her out of her comfort zone. And I love <laughs> how I just love it. I love it. Amazing banter. Raylan yeah. is a fucking dreamboat. So yes, yeah. <laughs> I love the I love the charming. You know, I so love the charming. alphas, but I also love those charmers too. God, you know? such a, like I can picture his smile. Like yeah. I just know it, and it's amazing. <laughs> just so. charming her pants off, her <laughs> I panties. Love it. I love it. Oh, and the barn scene. <laughs> the barn scene. What? That is hot. <laughs> it's it's worth reading just for the barn scene. Absolutely. FYI, and also the horse riding scene, <laughs> the, the horse riding scene, the lakeside, and then off scene. the lakeside yes. scene. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho, um, I also discovered the Miles trilogy. I love Broken Miles by Claire Kingsley. That was, of course, you know, my, my best friend's sister <laughs> trope. I love that one. And, um, 
I just loved, I loved this series. I, but that book in particular was really, really good for me. It's just small town romance. It's light on the angst, very sexy, you know, and I just, sometimes that's what I want. Small I just town, want that. low angst, yes. palate cleanser books yes. that just make you smile. They just make me feel good, yeah. you know? I agree. My next one is Vanquish by Pam Godwin. Now, Juliet has not read this series yet. <clears throat> I'm hoping that maybe oh I can get her on this series. This a, it's a dark series. It's a sex trafficking series. Yes. yes. Oh, I don't know and this is a it. this is a villain redeemed and it's also a kidnapping book. <laughs> and the hero has a weird kink. And I don't know how Pam Godwin does it, but she pulls it off. Vanquish is my favorite in the series so far. I still have the last three to read because there's nine books in the series and I have the last three but Vanquish Vanquish stands out it's just I don't know how she did it because I hated this hero in book one hated him I was like you can die and then <laughs> she writes his book and I was like but you're my favorite it's oh my god so good. So good. <laughs> that's crazy it's amazing it's dark do not read the series if you don't want dark romance because this is like this is heavy stuff guys heavy <laughs> like heavy darkness you know so just yeah. warning you just don't know if I can go there but <laughs> Uh, let's see. Never Seduce a Scott by Maya Banks. I loved that one. That's where our heroine um, ha- has had an accident and she's deaf and her parents think she's like basically adult. Adult. Right. And so we have um, a forced marriage to like bring the alliance and all this stuff and they're enemies. So family enemies. But Graham. But Graham. It's all from the very beginning. He's like, you know, yes, the king ordered this. No, I don't want to do it, but I'm going to honor and respect my wife and then when he sees her he's just like 100 percent behind her the whole time whole time and i love it amazing all in we like that we do <laughs> my next one is the devil is a marquess oh. by elisa Braden. yeah and this is also like a marriage of convenience romance too <laughs> so the heroine she is half american she's an heiress and her father basically writes a marriage contract. And he's like a loving father, too, which I found that that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And in the marriage contract, they have to stay together for like the first year. They first have to year. live with each other. And basically, they have to go to his state, which is his estate, which is crumbling. And he's like it's a drunkard and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's not allowed to drink for that year either. So it's just like the father is basically setting them up for success. And it's that journey and like getting behind each other's walls. I loved it. I love the heroine. This I love book the is hero. so good. It, it should have so been on mine. Good. It should have been it's on so mine. so good. I love it. It's- I'm obsessed with it. Wonderful. I love this one too. God dog it. I have to do it better next <laughs> it's time. It's on yours too. You just in spirit. It's, it's on mine. <laughs> uh, y'all, next is The Devil is a Marcast by Lisa Braden. <laughs> Alright. Um, my, my last one actually here is Dangerous by Minerva Spencer. This was a new to me author as well. And I love this book. It's it was so unique. It was so special. Um, that's all I have to say. Like, it was just so good. Like, you have a very unexpected heroine. Like, usually we have the, the, you know, a the virgin, yeah. debutante coming out into the ton, whatever. And she's not. She no. is, she has been, um, kept in a harem for 14 years. She was, she was basically kidnapped at 14 and raped and then lived in this harem and then was sent back to England, you know, after the, um, Sultan died. I really and love her attitude coming back to England too. Yeah. She's just like, the food is so bland here. And I like, know. Your, your English sensibilities, I don't know why this offends and these people you. People are so assholes, funny. basically, you know, <laughs> so like, so 
And so, yeah, so she decides she's going to marry a man that well, she can basically escape from easily mm-hmm. back to um, the country, Oran, the country where she yeah. was kept because her son's there. Her son is an adult. And, of course, she's keeping that hidden. Yeah. So there's all these little layers. It was just so good. I enjoyed it so much. Agreed, agreed. Okay, so I have a couple more left. Um, Again, The Magic by Lisa Kleypas. This was a book that um, I'd heard about that was really, really good. And slowly but surely, I've been, like, you know, picking up her backlist, her older ones that I haven't read yet. And I loved Again, The Magic so much. It's <laughs> a kind of, like, second chance romance, um, childhood best friends and something tragic happens and then they reunite later and it was kind of a two-for-one romance as well because both sisters get an HEA mm-hmm. by the end of the book I thought it was phenomenal I loved it then I have Unraveling Him by Claire Kingsley this is actually a spinoff of the Miles series that Juliet had earlier talked about um, the Bailey brothers have a slight connection with the Miles yeah, siblings I haven't read all those I do want to read them and more. Unraveling Him oh this is my favorite it's a grumpy sunshine the heroine Yay. is a plant-loving um car talking she can build her own car and everything amazing woman and he's just like so grumpy and gruff and stoic but he like gives her a place to stay because her dad's an asshole and it's just amazing and i love got a lot of nosy brothers in that one lots of nosy brothers (laughs) amazing so phenomenal i loved it great small town romance yeah it was and then i have to mention blood air by alona andrews so i had to sneak this one in because technically it's not romancy romance because this just like our kate daniels is going to take a while for this romance to build right and it's so good very minimal on any type of romantic connection at all um but it's going to be a childhood best friends second chance kind of thing and the last time that we saw these characters in the kate daniels series she was like 16 and he was like 22 or whatever and it's years later and it's it's oh they're so good at world building like this couple Mm -hmm. can write a freaking world Mm -hmm. amazing Oh, I love it. She's magic-wielding heroine, lots of power, and he is this werewolf who is scarred. Like, he got attacked, and somebody poured, like, silver in his wound so he wouldn't heal right. So he's, like, kind of a little bit, like, he used to be a very pretty boy. Yeah, remember. Oh, my God. Anyway, it's fucking great, and I loved it. And I cannot wait for the next one, which has not been announced yet. Look, I'm not – they are an author duo. That I don't mind waiting for because I know. they they really will not put a book out unless yes. they're satisfied with it. And I'm like, I rather that. Thank you. Exactly. Because <laughs> so, we know we're going to buy it and love yeah, it whenever exactly. it comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I'm, Hidden Legacy I, I, series Legacy. too. I know. I'm like, I'm waiting for the next don't one, Hidden Legacy series. Don't know when that one, the Ruby one's coming out, but we don't yeah. care. Whenever yeah. it comes out, it comes out. I'll be I'll be buying it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. So that is it for yes. our wrap up for our what favorite books year. and author. I mean, what a great year. I, I literally was looking back and I was like, I have so many five stars for this year. We had a good, good year. Good year. Guys, thank you so much for the recommendations because those for sure helped. Let's hope Um, 2022 is just as amazing. Yeah, keep them coming. Keep them coming, guys. We love it. All right, guys. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode and you're going to look forward to the next one because we'll be doing our book boyfriends and our top (laughs) girl crushes. (laughs) So we're going to be doing our book boyfriends for that year, the book boyfriends that we actually like discovered that year. (laughs) And then we're going to have to rank them like on an all-time list. Oh my gosh. Like our all time so book boyfriends. Oh God, it's so hard. And our girl crushes. I find girl crushes a little bit easier yeah, to easier. put on there. <laughs> book boyfriends are harder for me. Okay. So oh. that's our next episode. Yep. I'm excited about it. Me too. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with little HEA.